Step right up, Kongs. Now is your chance to get your suggestion in for Swanky's Bonus Bonanza over at patreon.com slash infendoradio. Creating overwhelming urges to buy Nintendo crap since 2005. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. It's that time again. It's uh, Infendo Radio Wednesday. If you're here with us live, and uh, somebody that is here with us live is a special guest. We're going to start with him. It's Matt. Matt Desen's here. How are you doing tonight, Matt? I'm doing good. I'm super excited to be on the show talking with you guys about some nerdy Nintendo video games and a recent game that I've been playing. So I'm like super excited to be here. Uh, thank you. Um, thank you to everybody. Um, uh, I don't know what else to say. I'm Matt. Hi. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you for joining us. We love to have you on every time. It's great. Um, great times every time. It, there's also great times with Lucas when he's here. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing just dandy, my friend. I'm ready to play and win at Nintendoons because my competition is the three of you. So, <laughs> Man, I forget that Nintendoons nights are like very tense. And I'm not hosting, so you're, you're going down, buddy. I'm sorry about that. Um, we'll Justin, where are you going to place on Nintendoons this evening? Uh, I don't know. Probably somewhere in the middle near the bottom as usual um speaking of swanky has anybody noticed how swanky matt's sound setup is like he sounds professional compared to the rest of us i I mean look at that mic i mean it looks professional as hell it is uh audio audio stuff is definitely something that i really enjoy uh spending far too much time into so um i it's probably an overdone setup more than it is like a quote-unquote professional setup it's just like that guy has too much free time and he should probably not spend it towards audio right now (laughs) (laughs) no i i dig it i like it a lot um steve how are you doing tonight you are the man with the plan turning the knobs behind the scenes tonight how does that make you feel I am absolutely terrified right now. I can't see the audio spikes for the music, so yeah, hopefully it's pumping in. You guys can hear it, so it should be. Pumping in your mom last night. God, here we wow. go. Wow, we are two minutes into the show. I love this. Mark Justin it. is so spicy. <laughs> Mark it. Mark it. Well, um, we are here. It is Infendo Radio Night, but before we get any further... It is time to thank some patrons, and Steve has our list of patrons, and, you know, we want to thank them for for a little something-something. All right, so one thing that we started new this month when we started our new Patreon campaign is we are going to read our producers on a weekly basis. So, um... We do have a brand new producer this week. I do want to throw that out, you know, each week when we do this. So our brand new producer is the Bryannosaurus. Thank you very much for that. And as always, we do have the wonderful Misty, the wonderful Mister Andy Searson and Phantom, who are also producing the Infendo Radio Show. Thank you guys. Um, all it takes to become a producer is twenty dollars a month to uh, help us keep this uh, garbage can afloat. So thank you guys for that. We appreciate it. I'll be honest. With the quality of this show, I'm surprised we don't have three Alan Smithies. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to take a little break here, and we're going to be right back with a little review guided by Matt Desden. (laughs) 
Here at Infendo Radio, we've got games. If you'd like to give us suggestions for our games, go to patreon.com slash infendoradio and pledge at the $2 level. All right, we're back. It is time for Matt segment. I mean, Matt Desend to give us a nice review of a game that he got. So why don't you tell us what game that is? Okay, so recently I received a review code from uh, the, studio, the studio Image and Form Games. You guys may have heard of them before. They are pretty pro- prolific, I would say, on Nintendo platforms. Uh, their very first release on Nintendo platform was actually on the DSi. Uh, it was on DSiWare. It was that old crappy hmm. shop uh, thing that they did. It was a, it was a t- uh, tower defense game. It's literally called um, Steam World Tower Defense. And if you've never played it. I don't actually know for sure if you can buy it on the 3DS eShop. I think you can. I think you might be able to. But uh, if not, you should at least go and look it up because it's really interesting because it starts the the quote-unquote Steam World universe in a lot of ways. And hmm. one of the cool things about it is it immediately captures that sense of you know humans versus robots and stuff like that. So it's kind of cool. Um, but it's a tower defense game. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because the next game after that was Steam World Dig, which is obviously their big original hit, their very first one that I think most people know a lot about. Steam World Dig is a Metroidvania game. Uh, did a lot of really cool things for originally just the uh, 3DS, then it moved over to the Wii U, and now you can also get it on the Switch as well. Been tempted After, to get it on the Switch, actually. Huh? Yeah, I love that one. I've been tempted to get it it's, on the Switch. I, I like the Steam World Dig. It's good. I've bought it at least twice. Yeah, uh, I've bought it. I, not only have I bought it on the 3DS, but I also bought it on Steam. So literally, it's it's one of the first games I install on every computer that I put my put Steam onto. Like even computers that like I'm not going to use to play. Like I have a work computer. Hope to God nobody is listening for my work. Uh, it's a laptop. I travel with it. I feel like this this makes it okay, right? I mean, I'm on an airplane. I should be able to. I don't know. Maybe I'm just digging myself a deeper hole at this point. I don't know. Anyways, it's not on that one. I promise. Not on that one. Um, okay, so after <laughs> Steam World Dig, they did something quite a bit different. They uh, they completely branched off from the Metroidvania style, and they did Steam World Heist. And if you have not played Steam World Heist, it's the first time. So you know, Tower Defense is kind of this uh, generic style of gaming. I feel like it's not difficult. It's kind of like junk food. It's like chips, right? You grab a chip, you bite it, eat it, and then you're done. And then you reach in, you grab another one, and then all of a sudden you're like, "Oh man, I finished this bag of chips." That's what a tower, de- a good tower defense game is to me. Um, and then you have you know Metroidvania, which is a lot more difficult. And if you play SteamWorld Dig, you notice a couple of small things. One, you notice that eventually there's like some not necessarily like down points and stuff, but it's you can tell that it's an early prototype of a great idea. I think is the best way to put it. And then after that, they came out with SteamWorld Heist, and SteamWorld Heist to me is the very first time where like a light bulb clicks, like oh my gosh, check this out! Literally, um, you can they can keep putting the same sort of characters of these you know robots and stuff in this universe and just create these very cool stories around different gameplay mechanisms. Did anybody play SteamWorld Heist? I cannot say that I did. You I guys didn't heist. play SteamWorld Heist? Not oh. Heist. I haven't even played I, SteamWorld Dig. I got in a Humble Bundle and haven't even booted it up yet. Oh, so, so good. I own Heist, but it's in the pile of shame. Oh my gosh, that is a big shame. Big, big shame. I'm, I'm telling you right now that if I was in the same room as you, I'd take a bell, and I would just look at you, and I'd go, shame. 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 <laughs> I thought he was going to hit would you do. with a bell, to be honest. No. Game of Thrones <laughs> a joke, maybe. Bell and beat you uh, against did, you guys, did you guys know Nintendo Fever was in the chat? Did you guys know that? 
That's me, uh-huh. actually, because I was. It was a shh. Quiet. It's supposed to be like a moment, okay? I started my whole life on Nintendo Fever. It's supposed to be a moment, okay? All right, so continuing on with this little uh, review segment. So after SteamWorld Heist, they went back to, quote-unquote, their, um, you know, their, their, their proving ground or their, you know, their, their, the good thing that brought them the exposure that they got originally. And they made SteamWorld Dig 2. And it is it, everything you loved about SteamWorld Dig 1 only amplified by tenfold. Uh, obviously, better controls, better mechanisms, better uh, gameplay mechanics. Instead of it being a computer-generated world, it was actually a, a completely designed world. Uh, you know, one thing that I, I do and don't like are games that have that, uh, what's it called, where it's designed on the Procedurally generated. There you go. I knew yeah. I wouldn't be able to pronounce that word, so I appreciate that <laughs> a lot. Um, I, I almost couldn't either. <laughs> I, yeah, it's, a, it's an intimidating word, kind of like these games are. Just kidding. Anyways, um, I like it when a game is procedurally generated but i also don't like when it's procedurally generated because it kind of like takes away some of that like custom or like handcrafted notion of a game in a lot of ways i feel um but steamroll dig 2 is not that it is a handcrafted wonderful masterpiece of a game all these games that i've been talking about so far they're all easily eights and nines like they're all great amazing games now we move on to today uh, on the Switch, which I think is just fantastic, I, it's sad to see them, you know, move away from the 3DS in some ways. But I'm so happy to see them put their development on a system like the Switch and, you know, really, really try their hardest. Steam World Quest is an RPG that is also a turn-based battle card game. All right, so. There's a lot to this, and it's a very meaty game. Uh, when I first started the first two hours of the game, I was surprised by how long the quote-unquote tutorial was. I made it to Chapter 3, and they were still teaching new lessons about how to play the game. The initial uh, driving force is a grid-based, not a grid-based, but you know, you go through like a little block of uh, land that you're able to navigate through, and if you go right. up to an enemy, then you'll attack that enemy. The way that the battle system works is it's turn-based, but it's also a card game, a uh, a battle card game. Each one of your members in your party gets to select one card, and if you have, like, right now there's three members of my party, you can either select three cards of this person, three cards of this person, three cards of this person, one card, one card, one card, two cards, one card, two cards, one card. You get three turns, basically, three maneuvers that you're able to do. These different cards are anything between, like, a custom, uh, a regular strike, healing potion of some kind, a magical spell. And what happens is when you select one of these maneuvers that does not have a cost, uh, how familiar are you guys with things like magic or hearthstone? Say Yu-Gi-Oh! And, well, and Yu-Gi-Oh! If you say Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon were there. <laughs> I, I don't play Yu-Gi-Oh! Pokemon would be an okay one to kind of maybe... So you know how you need like mana or you need like energy to be able to do like more uh, aggressive maneuvers and stuff? Right. So the way this works is if you do a basic maneuver that does not cost any of the custom mana, which are gears or cogs, then you will earn a gear or a cog. As you earn those, you get more and more and more. You can have up to 10 total. And then you get to use these other cards that have a much larger attack, but they also cost you some of the cogs. So one of the most basic moves that you you, you first learn is that you're able to do two of the basic sword swings. One, two. Then you earn two cogs. Then you have a card that costs two cogs, and you use that card, it takes away your cogs, and you're able to do this cool little like jump flip uh, slice of the sword down and stuff like that. So the game, the, the so far, um, I'm only about three hours into it, so this is not a full review. It's more of a impression inter, uh, preview slash review. I mean, it's a great game. I don't see this as being a, 
a game that I'm going to get bored of or anything. I'd, I'd love to give you guys an update once I get closer. I'm, I'm planning on posting a review to the Infendo.com website, just as a, uh, a heads-up to everybody listening. Um, so, yeah, it, the, the actual, like, gameplay uh, loop that you're in when you're in battle is super enjoyable, and then as you play through the game, you're unlocking new cards. You can buy new cards, and then the last thing that I found out recently before I made it a little bit further is you are able to craft cards based on materials that you find in the world. Um, there just seems to be some awesome depth to the way the battle mechanic works in this that just really has me intrigued. The story... Moving on to you know other parts of the game, obviously. The story is pretty bare-bones and basic. It's about a, a group of robots that want to become the heroes of yesteryear. So it starts up, and the, there's like a kid. He's like, I don't like stuff. You're, you're annoying, Dad. And then the, the dad or whoever's like reading a story is like, well, let me read you a story about uh, pirates or something. He's like, the little kid's like, you're stupid. I don't want pirates. I want dragons and knights and stuff. And... And then they go into like the storybook and everything, and they start telling the story about like there used to be heroes among us, and then those heroes disappeared because people told them to get regular jobs, and they mopped and they swept instead of fighting off bad guys and stuff. So the story takes place following this uh, wizard girl and this uh, knight male that is like wearing this this armor that's like four times too big for him. It looks very funny, and uh, they're trying to become heroes, more or less. Like, and then there's a larger story that unfolds on top of that, obviously, because that's how these are these things work. They, you know, they get caught up in this crazy stuff, and uh, yeah. So that's kind of that's. I don't know. What what is there any questions? Is there anything I can answer about it? Um, is it is oh, it really hard? Yeah. Is it really hard to get into? Because, like, uh, a lot of people, like myself, for instance, I don't play the card games or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, is it one where, as a, you know, as someone that plays RPGs on a regular basis, am I going to probably be okay getting into it? At first, when I, when I first booted it up, I thought that this was going to be a card game with an RPG built into it. That is not the way that it is. It is actually a RPG with a card game built into it. So the RPG part is first. It's kind of like that cat right there. You see how the cat is with Justin, but the but Justin uh-huh. isn't with the cat. Same side, same idea. He's just helping me present okay. this idea in a more clear way. Appreciate that, Justin. Um, so <laughs> always, you're getting always looking out for each other here. To you're getting an RPG first and foremost. Think of the cards like you would equipment that you would take on, on to your battle while you're going down a dungeon and stuff like that. Honestly, okay. like it's not. And then the way that the cards rotate, you get a you get a build decks for each one of your characters and stuff, which is very fun. They're only eight card decks as of right now, so you only have a total of you know eight, eight, and eight, twenty four cards. So after you go through twenty four cards, you're going to recycle those cards again. So you can really have a lot of control of what your deck looks like. On every single turn, you can discard up to two cards as well. If you lose a party member, then all those cards will keep coming through, but you won't be able to use them uh, in the middle of a battle. They'll revive at the end of it, obviously. And you can you know there are other uh, there's no items. All the items are the cards when you're in the battle, but there is an inventory with items they're able to use when you're outside a battle when you just hit pause and stuff like that. <clears throat> okay. So if I, you had yeah. to give it a if you had to give it a preliminary score, like I you said you've only played about three hours into it, but if you had to give it kind of a review as you go score out of five, what would you give it? Oh, um, and before you do that, um, make sure there isn't an embargo on scored reviews. Oh, that's right. Never mind. We can't do that. It's it's released <laughs> though, isn't it? No, the, game, yeah, the game's out. out. The game's out now. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Never um, never mind. We can do that. Yeah. Yep. We can <laughs> and, game, and we will. 
<laughs> the game. I I I I thank you for that. Um, thank you for watching my house at any time. Um, it, it it did release last Thursday, so you can go out and buy this and everything. Honestly, like it's it's gonna. I mean, out of a five point score, like it's it's an easy four four and a half. Like I I mean I'm there's they're gonna have to do something that makes me real bored with this game for me not to want to just give it a five and a complete. Like it is a definite recommendation. Like you will get into this game within the first thirty minutes, and you will not want to put it down. You will play through the first two or three hours of it in that first sitting because it's such an inviting game that offers such a quick play mentality to it because um even when you start to like lose a battle like i quit a couple matches and stuff and went back into it and then i went and fought some like lower level people and got my levels up a little bit and stuff the whole thing just kind of builds on top and it builds and it builds and it builds and it's honestly just so easy and and accessible to get into i i I think it's it's a it's a very very good game is it your favorite steam world game that's a tough one because I really, really like Heist, and I know that that's kind of... I mean, if you talk to people who love SteamWorld games, the Dig games are definitely the top-tier ones. Mm-hmm. Heist is just... like Because I don't like RTS games a whole ton. Like, I, there's like Whenever there's an RTS game that comes out, I'm either going to love it or hate it, and I'm either going to put you know 50 hours into it or two hours into it, right? Like I'm a very divisive RTS-type player. And SteamWorld Heist, I don't know what it is, if it's just that world that I really like, it's also the you know the controls of the mechanisms that they use to like allow you to feel like you're playing more of the game on a turn by turn basis than just you know waiting for your turn to be over and stuff. Um, Steamworld Heist is such a good game. Like if you like games that are like a game, it's like a really good game. Make sense? Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, I, Makes did sense to you, me. Did you you said you played all of the SteamWorld games then? So you said that you've kind of put this right up, up on the top. I do have a question about the the card game aspect of it though. Um, mm-hmm. Would you put this kind of more in line with? Because uh, you said you played um, Magic, so yes. would you put this more in line with like a Magic type of game or more of like a, a Pokemon where you're kind of trying to? I guess Magic where you're building your creatures out and building out like you know yeah. defenses and everything, and where more of a Pokemon where it's kind of like. I, I guess is just the creature aspect. I guess I would say, is there like more to it than just that? No, it is. The cards are primarily attacks and um and and, and like defensive um, techniques. Like their their attacks and techniques would be the best way to put it. Um, this is not a typical card game where you are, um, you know. You are not the quote-unquote summoner or planeswalker or trainer, and then you're sending out a creature and building that creature up like you just said. No, it is not that at all. The cards are purely your abilities that you use in a battle for the individual fighter. Okay, that makes sense. I I, I really think I need to try this game out. It seems like it's right up my alley. It really does. It's very good. It's super enjoyable, like I said, and it's one of those games that will hook you, I feel, pretty easily because... The one thing about Steamworld, about the Image and Ford games that they've come out with so far that I think is so important and sometimes lost on a lot of the games that come out, especially like indie games every once in a while, is like they forget like that they're just games and they try to be something else in some way. And I know I don't know if that's going to come across well that I'm trying to like like state that, but like I like a game that is just a video game. Like why do I love Tetris and I go back to it all the time? Because it's just so much fun. It's simple. It, it's it's easy. It's approachable. It doesn't matter how many times they come out with it. It is a good game. The mechanics of the of it, the game itself are good, and that's what SteamWorld games hit so well is they get the mechanics down of the important part of playing the game. I think that it's like the new Mortal Kombat. I don't know. Do you guys have the new Mortal Kombat game? I do. 
the game itself is so good because what it's doing is fun. Like yeah. the actual like, fight. I haven't even I haven't even touched the story because I just like the one on one fights. It's just fun. Like and and there's been other fighting games. You know what? Like Dragon Ball Fighter Z, which I think is a great fighting game as well. I've lost a lot of my care about that because it's not the game itself that's being fun. It's like watching the game happen in motion. Like it's losing some of that part where it's like I'm just trying to play this game and I want to enjoy it. I mean, it's still a great game. It's still very fun and all that kind of stuff. But there's something so simplistic about having just like a kick, a punch. And, and, and a, a, a freaking freeze ball. Like, that's all you need to give me, okay? Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm a basic person, guys. Like, it's just, it's fun. Those, those sorts of things are just a lot of fun. Very, very Miyamoto approach to gaming. Make the game fun and nothing else will really matter. I, yeah, I think that that's, uh, it sometimes is missed, especially with, uh, with not, I don't want to say like all the time with indie titles or anything like that. I think that there's a there's a place for every style of game. Don't get me wrong, um, Paladins. I think is a good uh, kind of situation like this. I don't know if you guys have played Paladins. It's a free to play game. It's on the Switch. Mm-hmm. You know that game itself is also a lot of fun. But there's also like a lot of like, I don't know. Um, obviously, this is an esports game. Obviously, this is meant to be a competitive game. Obviously, this is meant to be the type of game that you play with a group of friends. Like, all these kind of caveats on top of it. It's like Apex. Apex is a really good example, too. It's a fun game, but you have to kind of be in the mood to play Apex. Like, you have to be in the mood to play some of these games and do these sorts of things because they're not just simple games. They're, they're a whole nother tier on top of that. Okay. Did you have any final thoughts? Um, let me think. Final <laughs> thoughts. Um, I like that you're thinking about your thoughts. Well, I, th- I feel like that's what I was supposed to do. Um, <laughs> no, I, I honestly, I, I will do a full review, a written review for this game, and it will go on infendo.com, and I'll, I'll obviously share with all the different sources and stuff that I, I usually do and everything. So you'll hear my final thoughts. I'm telling you right now, though, it's a good enough game that you should just, if you have a Switch, I, I can tell you right now that Superhero Mon, um, I know that No No 2K1, uh, all these people that are hanging out in the chat right now are some people that I told about this show, and I know they have a Switch, and I know that they like to play fun games. So, like, go out there and get this game, and then go on Twitter and tell Image Inform that Matt doesn't told you to do this. That way, they'll send me more stuff to review. Okay. All right? It's uh, the way the world yeah, works, I, guys. I actually was going to pick it up because I was just on some time off this weekend, so I had a bunch of extra time, and was going to pick it up and then looked at my desperately empty bank account. So I figured that I probably ought to be responsible and, and wait until no next week and you're when desperately, I get paid. And you're desperately full shelves of games you haven't played? Yeah, See, we're not this, talking this... about that. That is not an excuse. Stop being a gosh dang adult and just go play video games. This review just made me want to go get Dig and Dig 2 on the Switch. Yeah, You should. I, you should definitely get those two games, especially if you're even a, a – I'm assuming we're all Metroidvania fans, right? Like they're, they're important yeah. style of games that we I all enjoy. I am a fan of the Metroid games. I don't know how I feel about having every single yeah. game be in that Ask- genre. Ask these yeah, guys. I, I may that. or may not have an affinity for the game Shantae that may or may not have been heard in an attend tunes here and there once in a great while on the show. I've not never played Shantae. I've never played Shantae ever. Any of them. How are we friends? I don't know. How uh, are we friends? Matt? Many years you just listened to me rant and rave for some reason. <laughs> I don't I have no idea. Um I but but Steamworld the Steamworld dig games are just like those those quintessential style of uh 
you know, uh, Metroidvania games where they're the great flow. I think they're both maybe six hours long, maybe at the you know very toppest. Basically, the first one you could probably beat honestly in like maybe three hours. Like it, if you were to like breeze through that game, you could breeze through it pretty easily. But um, legit, it's it's. Uh, Do you get to see half naked robots if you beat it in under three hours? If I tell you that, will you buy it? Yes or no? <laughs> well, I've yes, already bought will, it because in, in I know the, Justin. Oh, will you finally play it? These humble bumble. <laughs> will you will you finally play it? Depending on the answer. Um, probably not. <laughs> okay, well then I don't give you an answer, Cause sir. Because I, I am like Steve. I buy games because they sound interesting, and maybe I'll play them, maybe I won't. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, well, I, think that's, I think that'll do it for me, honestly. I wish I could stick around and talk with you guys more about all this awesome Nintendo stuff, but sadly I have to uh, take care of some small children okay. who are, I think I've destroyed my upstairs. I'm pretty sure it's gone. Okay. I think it's... It's all gone. Well, well, before you go, I just want to make sure that we do one more thing. Um, With the launch of our new Patreon today, we are doing a contest um, for everybody that is a $10 patron or higher over at patreon.com slash infendoradio. We are giving away one set of uh, one full set of 23 Legend of Zelda Amiibo cards. Um, So you can get entered by heading to patreon.com slash infendoradio and giving us $10 or more a month. Or you can get your second entry by subscribing to us over at twitch.tv slash Infendo Radio. Hmm. Am, I, am I allowed to do a small plug for, for the stuff that I have going on recently? Is that, is that all right? Or Yeah, absolutely. Now go would be it. a good time before we go to break. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, first, once again, thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of the show and uh, having me on Infendo Radio. I really do appreciate it. I'm hoping to come on a little bit more often. I'd love to do some more video game reviews for you guys and uh, be okay. on the show and talk to you guys. I think that's a fan- it's a fantastic time. I love the show. Um, yeah, anytime. So I also – sorry, what? I just said anytime. Come on back. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I run a podcast of my own on uh, twitch.tv slash amhookah and also on youtube.com slash amhookah. And it is a little bit different than what this show is, just to pre-warn you. It is about hookahs. Um, if you're interested in what that is, let me know, and I'd love to be able to talk to you about it and teach you about it and stuff like that. We also run what's called a GameCast, which we play video games, and we also uh, enjoy our hookah as well. And then we also do a show on Fridays. It's called Technical Difficulties. Actually, after this show is over, at 9.30 Mountain Standard Time, so I believe that is uh, 10.30 Central Standard Time, I will be going live on the YouTube.com slash AMHookah channel. And on twitch.tv slash amhooka as well. And I will be, uh, I'll, I'll be, uh, what's it called? I'll be playing games. I'm going to play Mortal Kombat 11. If you guys want to stop by nice. and watch me decapitate some fools, feel free to do that. And uh, so, yeah, thank you again. So yeah, so right after we finish up Infendo Radio, you guys all need to go to YouTube and watch Matt. Yeah, that's right. Because I said so. It'll be a fun These time. These decapitations are so 2000. I've seen some of the fatalities in that game. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That it's that's the weaker of the bunch's decapitation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt. Well thanks for coming on. It's been awesome. Like Eugene said, come back anytime. And we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna come back and play Nintendoons. Awesome. Thank you. Bye guys. If you want to suggest a song for Nintendoons, you can too. Just head on over to patreon.com slash radio and sign up at the two dollar tier. So I'm not going to lie, that's a, a little weird bringing us in, because I remember listening to the show before we did all this fun live stuff, and Lucas was still talking at the normal point in the song where we would, you know, where we would have started the show, so. Um, welcome back, everybody. Sorry for that little tangent that I like to go on when I host the show. This is why I don't host, or the show would be four hours long. Um, tonight, we're going to play the game that everybody started listening to us for, or so we think. 
we <laughs> are going to play Nintendoons. I have quaid up 11 games of my choosing with the help of two of our patrons tonight. And I'm going to play music from the games. And we are going to have the rest of you guys try and guess and see what the hell's going on. Um, so yeah, who is ready to go? I don't really have much else to say. I figure we'll just jump into it. Let's do it. Alright, so we are going to start down at the bottom of the list today. So, here we go. It's Let me know like how the audio a is. Dream. Interesting a silly <laughs> I want to live What was that, Eugene? Uh, I, I said Forrest Gump, but just you know, for you. <laughs> I trade my soul on my waiting goal. Vaguely Broadway esque, which is kind of weird. To have a smile. This, you were Patriot. This one's me, and I have no theme tonight, so do with that. It's also you, you singing. Yeah. <laughs> All six of these voices are me singing. I have a. This isn't Cuphead, is it? That was my first guess when I heard vocals, but I'm like, no, this is definitely not, like, 13 swings. Um, could I request a second track? I need to see if this is a pattern, or... Yeah, and I should have pulled up Wikipedia, so let me pop that onto my phone. I think that's how all the music I think was. I'm just hoping that the lyrics don't give it away because I didn't preview the lyrics. We may have another great Developed by Squeenix? No, it's not. Is this 
like Banjo Hero or something? <laughs> no. Is this Guitar Hero? No. What, Justin? Yes, Guitar Hero, the turn-based strategy game. For Wii U. He said Wii U? Yeah, Wii U is on Wii U 3DS, Windows, and something else. What soundtrack is this from? Is it right. from the Wii U or the 3DS? Is there a difference? This No, this game has the same soundtrack no matter what you're playing it on. Um, 3DS, Windows, Wii U, iOS, Nintendo Switch. Alright, um, Nintendo Switch. I missed that one. Um, Switch? God. Um, is this... Uh, I'm... Is this SteamWorld Dig? Nope. SteamWorld Heist? Yep. Okay. Wow. It was very apparent that when uh, Matt said, asked us if we had played that game, we all were like, nope. <laughs> we weren't lying. I didn't realize it had a vocal soundtrack, so, you know, that's what really threw me. Well, the thing is, is I couldn't find the, uh, I was going to use SteamWorld Quest, but I couldn't find the soundtrack for free, and like I say, I'm flat broke right now. So I was like, well, which SteamWorld games can I get the soundtrack for for free? Oh, look, there's Heist. So. Okay. I think the only, the only thing that kind of, that kind of leaned towards is the kind of cowboy country sound, and of course... SteamWorld has that kind of weird steampunk cowboy thing going, so... <laughs> right. Alright, guys. Let's get going with the next game that we're going to do today. Um, here we go. The patron suggestions are coming, by the way. I'm just going in a certain order tonight. So, away we go. Almost. Take me away, Stephen. Ghostbusters? Nope. There was a long pause there. Well, it's it's funny that you would say I'm Ghostbusters it, because this is a crypt level for this game. Grab by a ghoulies? answer? No and no. Only one of those games has ever appeared on a Nintendo system. <laughs> Yet we're going to continue to guess it all the time. Because Grab by the Ghoulies may just appear on Nintendo's one of these times the other game did. It, it already did. Well, there was when I did my non-Tentoons. Okay. Alright, guys. Can I get a system? Yeah, I'm pulling that for you right now. Let me just see which version... I'm all ready to look up this soundtrack because I'm liking it. Right? Alright, according to not... I, I like how it's part Donkey Kong Country and part DJ Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> Alright, so platforms this game. Like I'm totally expecting Will Smith to start rapping over this. This was another multi platform game. It came to Microsoft Windows, Nintendo 3DS, OS X, P3, 
PS3, Wii, Xbox 360, and Wii U. It's always weird to me when it's on 3DS, Wii, and Wii U. Yeah. We just got a new subscriber, I think. Well, follower. Can anyone see who it is? I've got way too much going on. <laughs> Alright, let's uh, get you guys another track. level. I hated this level. So you played this so game. hard. Yeah. What oh, system yeah. did you play this game on? <laughs> um, it was uh, Scott Fly. Thank you, Scott Fly, for the for the follow. We appreciate that. Yes, thank you, Scott. We appreciate it. Um, I played it primarily on PS3 with my wife, um, but I also own the 3DS version still. So this is a game that you would consider buying on PS3. Interesting. PS3. Not Switch? Not Switch. This one didn't come out on Switch. This, this hasn't been on Switch. Hmm. Yes, this it's game, not brand new like Saints Row the Third. This well, true. Genre. This this game was released in 2011. I was still employed with uh, GameStop at the time, which made it very Let's nice. Let's go with genre. Genre, I can't give you that part because that'll be a dead giveaway, but the main genre is role-playing action-adventure. It does have one more mm. element to it that I'm not going to give you guys yet. Tomb Raider? Nope. <coughs> role-playing action-adventure. I love that you guys have no idea what this one is. That makes me happy. Would it be one that we would know? <coughs> it's one every last one of you guys has heard of. But apparently not played. Can we get another track? Absolutely. Yeah, I had something and, and then eliminated it. <coughs> Sorry for the coughing. I, I joked. On Pepsi, no less, so it burns like a son of a... Lucas, make him laugh so it comes out his nose. <laughs> I think it's far past his nose by now. Um, does the main character wear gloves? <laughs> no, actually. The bottom of the right. barrel of Nintendo's <laughs> questions. <laughs> but no, the main Did... character does not wear gloves. Well, are there... the main one, the one that this game is known for, there are other main characters that do. So there is but the main, the main character. Uh-huh. I'm sure Are there any characters that are, uh, um, that have any melanin in their skin? <laughs> that have any melon in their skin? Are there any, are there any black melanin. dudes? Oh. Are there um, any brothers? <laughs> Thank you. No, there, there were no brothers. This game had creatures rather than humanoid. Oh, boy. Okay. Man. Okay. I, Although I there no were some human, Steve, like Pokemon, there are humanoid the creatures. South, I could say something very racist. Steve, them, are the are the RPG elements to the game predominant? Like, would you consider no, this game an RPG? Okay, kind of like how some people call Zelda an RPG. Right. You you can you can teach your characters new abilities, but it's very very limited. I'm gonna need another track. Yeah, 
Okay, four or five. Here we go, gentlemen. This is the lair of the boss, by the way. I don't want to say Pirates of the Caribbean. This, this game's know, right? got good music, but I just got nothing, man. It's funny you said that because I was thinking Lord of the Rings, but he said creatures. I'm going to give you another hint. Your publisher is Activision. Did we establish if this was a licensed title or not? It's not licensed. However, there what there is a cartoon... That Is was this done Skylanders? after the fact. Can you tell me which one? I'm gonna give it to you if not, but can you tell me which one? Uh, okay, well, let's see. There's Trap Team, there's Imaginators, there's Swap Force, there's the original Spyro's Adventure. There it is, the original Spyro. The reason, and that was the element I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you it was a Toys to Life RPG or it would have been a dead giveaway. Uh, that was the only element that I left out. Yeah, my kids used, my kids like, uh, or at least used to like Skylanders, and yeah, those games do have some pretty, some pretty good music. So Justin, does that mean that you have both of the points so far? I believe so. I never would have thunk it, not gonna lie. <laughs> Me neither. Holy crap. Alright, our next one is our first patron suggestion of the night. This comes to us from one Malik Emrys. And I only Rosef. have one two-minute song for this, because that's all I was given and all I could find. So while right. I begin to play this song, I'm going to look up its info. Is this going to be like a lightning round kind of situation? No, I'm just going to let it play, nope. and I'm going to let you guys keep guessing. None of us know what this is. I like it, though. Whatever it is. Yeah, it's a really good song. Mm. Oh yeah. Really good song. What system? Um, the Nintendo system is on the Switch. And this okay. one's gonna be a little bit harder for me to get info for because I'm literally pulling it off the eShop channel. Or off the eShop page. This isn't this isn't velocity, is it? No, I'd have the whole soundtrack if that were the case. Okay, guys. I'm going to start dropping This is the only hints. music we've got. This is the only so, one we've got. So, were you unable to find the rest of the music, or is there just not more music? There, I assume there's Are more music. Know? I assume there's more music. I haven't played it, but considering the game retails for $10 and it's on sale for a dollar, I'm guessing that the soundtrack is one that not many people have bothered to rip. Okay. okay. So, look through the deals like every day. <laughs> I don't have another track. That's the thing. on sale for a dollar. This is my only track. Oh, there's no more tracks. No, this is the only track I could find for it. Eugene is just tuning in. So, your I first hint is it is a multiplayer game, up to four players, and it's touted as a co-op party shooter. 
work as a team to beat hmm. the accidental evil you've created and be sure to pick up the best panty party guns. <laughs> no, that would be so funny though. Damn, that would have been good. <laughs> I think that one only retails for about five bucks. Okay, can you go back into the description you were reading us? Because that was a big hint. Yes. Blank is a chaotic co-op party shooter for up to four people. You play as a team, fighting your way through randomly generated rooms filled with various types of enemies, picking up insane Magitek guns on the way. Shooting stuff up is simple and hilarious, but only the best teams can make it all the way back to the evil they created. Let me get the track going again. Can't be Enter the Gungeon. Nope. That retails for like 15 I think. They say also, it's got... I would imagine the entire soundtrack would have been probably ripped pretty... by now. Yeah. They, they say it's got a five-second learning curve, unique gameplay sessions because of its 70-plus unique weapons, 43 enemy types, and three bosses. And it says different say ways to play. Yeah, the, the, uh, the interest of moving the game along, I'm willing to uh, concede this one. Eugene? Are you... I got you think nothing. you got it? Okay. I got um, it. I don't Malik, you get this. your first point, of, or you get your first and only point of the night. The game is no reload, heroes. Huh? Okay. I've, Vaguely heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard. I've heard the name, but that was about it. So Malik gets his first point, and we are going into a lightning round. So on this one. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Because it's a lightning round from a very popular series of games, you're going to have to give me the actual title. Oh, oh God, boy. I don't remember all the Shantae games names. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, because I it's a lightning round, that. it has to be a game that we would all be familiar with. So. Hopefully. Oh, you are. Yeah. Oh, New Super Mario Bros. Wii. New Super no. Mario Brothers U. New Super Mario Bros. 2. Damn. I heard Eugene first. Eugene and I were simultaneous. <laughs> like, literally, I could hear him saying it as I said it. I'm not weighing in on this one. I'm going to let you guys figure it out. You are Justin, so you guys, weighing in on this one. Justin, you guys can share a point if that makes you feel uh, better. But you are also As long as I winning. get a point. As long yeah. as I get, a, get on the board. That's all I care about. For what it's yeah, worth, sorry. Um, sorry, Scott Lucas. Fly, our newest follower, said that I was first. But, you know, whatever. Well, you know, lag and all that. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll let, I'll let you have the point since I'm already in the lead. Although I remember how that came back and bit you last time, so I'm, I'm, I'm on my guard. <laughs> all right, guys, here comes the next track. As soon as Windows loads it, right back into the realm of not recognizing stuff. <laughs> this is a good song. I heard this on the Blade 2. Nope. I heard this on the Blade 2 soundtrack the first time I heard it. I didn't realize it was actually from the video game. It's not, but Rocket League? Nope. It's not Mad World. So is this game soundtrack entirely licensed, or are there original? Is there original music? I, from what I gathered, it's all licensed music. 
but there may be some score okay. stuff in there too, I don't know. Usually off limits, but Patreon suggestions, so. No, this is No, fine. this isn't Patreon. Oh, okay, well then you're breaking the rules and I'm kinda digging the song, so. <laughs> we, just have, we just have to keep right, talking over it or we're gonna get a copyright strike. It's we're on Twitch game. now, we don't care. Uh, that's true. We're not on YouTube anymore. Yeah, I forgot about that. YouTube is, YouTube is, uh, the new ones. We're in the Wild West. <laughs> yep. Alright, I'm ready for the next track, especially if it's as funky as this one. Okay. Just start with another one. This kind of reminds me of Mad World, actually. Except oh yeah, less, no, it's except very less Mad violent. <laughs> Wait a second. Is this a game that has not yet been released? Nope, this is. Is this Saints Row the Third? Nope. <laughs> I saw Lucas's head pop up. Like, wait a second. No. <laughs> no, I was thinking it. No, I'm gonna give you your first hint. This is a Wii U game. Is this like a Death Jam game or something? No, there was a Wii U game on the Wii U. Nope. No. NBA. 2K, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. No, it's not an this NBA. Is a I feel like it's vaguely racist. But Steve, would, Steve, would you play a, a, a sports game on the Wii U? I don't think so. No, but I did play Were this game. Were there any sports on games on the Wii U besides Wii Sports Club? <laughs> as sad as it is, this was another this was another game I played on the PS3 and the PlayStation Vita. This is a Wii U game? It was yeah, ported right? to Wii U. So is the theme of your games that they is all this have Need words? for Speed Underground no. or Most Wanted or whichever one came out on Justin just got another What's point. The genre? Need for Speed Most Wanted was the game. Oh. The nice. uh yeah. The newer version of it obviously, not the GameCube version. Good job, Justin. Which Holy yeah, God. which is why like I almost said Most Wanted. I'm like, no, that's a really old game, but Underground's also really old, so I figured I'd just rattle off subtitles until I got the right one. <laughs> well, due to this the order of my... This route. Yeah, um, I'm thinking Eugene, Eugene and Lucas are going to have to start getting double points. Posts. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so because of the order oh, no, of my folders... Oh no, because we can't possibly let Justin win one game, ever. <laughs> yeah. Okay, because of the order of my folders, the next one falls to be a lightning round. And then we have a patron suggestion after oh, that. Oh boy. I fully expect one of you to get this immediately. So listen up, peeps. Oh god. <laughs> there we go. Oh, Minecraft. Yep. Oh god. <clears throat> I don't think that one was really fair for Eugene, because he's never played it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's but fine. I've used the music on the game or on this before, so. Yes, and everybody will instantly recognize all 300 tracks from that game. <laughs> That's like the one you hear when you boot it up. Which I Which isn't done. fair for the person who's never booted it up. <laughs> That's oh, true. The whole point fair. of a lightning round is you play a game that everybody knows. Did he even <laughs> say that was a lightning round? I did. He did. Okay, uh-huh. here, uh, here is our second and final patron suggestion. Eugene, this I will give you comes... another point if this comes down to a tie. <laughs> I'll, I'll just steal the point that I gave you with the, there we, that we go. shared. I'm stealing. Yeah, it Eugene can have a double point. I didn't. I didn't give it to myself. So. Well, I'm oh. stealing it anyways. 
Okay, this one comes to us from uh, Brianosaurus. Okay. And okay. away we go. I gotta get into <laughs> Maybe. Kind of sounds like Darkwing Duck, but it's not. This is is this an NES game or a wannabe NES game? This is NES. This is. I'm liking. Start it. to sound like the song from uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet for a second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I was actually thinking that sounded like a Balloon Kid song. Can we get another, um, track? Yep. Oh, wait. What was that? Well, I know I've played this. Now. I, I played this. this. Is this DuckTales? No. Is this, this is no. a Capcom Chip, game, though, huh? Chippendale Rescue Rangers, um... I don't think it's gonna be a Disney game. Tailspin. Because, again, I've played this. Is it Capcom? You're, this is an NES game. It is yes. an NES game. Um, the developers, it says it comes from Lucasfilm games. Called oh, um, Maniac, uh, Mansion. Maniac Mansion! Yeah, Justin got it just a little bit. Oh, man! <laughs> Damn. Like, Lucasfilm really games, song, it's either Maniac Mansion or Star Wars. <laughs> Alright, um, I like this. While you group the music, do you want to give us a score update, Justin? Currently, Lucas and Eugene are tied with one point, and I have more than that. <laughs> <laughs> so, considering we are getting... Let's see... Oh, we're just gonna keep going. Let's pick a new song. We'll see how this one is. Volume okay. Sounds good, but I still don't know what it is. West of Loathing? Nope. Figured I'd try to pull a Lucas guess out of my ass. <laughs> I love that you guys are going with a western theme, though. That leads me to believe that it's not a western-themed game. Not in the slightest. EP in the chat says Red Dead. It is not. Also never been on a Nintendo system, sadly. Yeah, come on, Rockstar. At least give us the, the first Red Dead Revolver, or Red Dead Redemption on Switch. Okay, we don't recognize this, and it's obviously Final Fantasy misleading. Ten, Twelve. Lucas just got it. It was Final Fantasy Ten. <laughs> oh. Yep. I should have known. That's what you've been playing. Oh. Right. Yeah. This. Ah, <laughs> uh, nice one, Lucas. Thank you. Although, All right, of course, that was the first Final Fantasy, mainline Final Fantasy game not to be scored by Nobuo Uematsu, so it didn't have that familiar Final Fantasy sound. 
And yet I got it on the first track. <laughs> like two so, minutes into it. <laughs> so this two next game wasn't originally track. supposed to be a lightning round, but I think it's going to wind up being one. So get your buzzers ready, kids. Let's do it. We need actual buzzers. Oh, Cuphead. Yeah. Oh, dang. Good choice of track. Mm -hmm. The mausoleum. Yeah, although I did, I almost went with this one as my first pick. That would have been instantly recognizable. <laughs> For anyone who has ever played Cuphead. Oh, that fucking That's flower kind boss. Of this that entire is a good game. song. <laughs> yeah. Well, right, but, you know, you can't call it a lightning round if... If not everybody has played it. Well, and he didn't. He said he wasn't expecting it to be a lightning round, but he thought it was going to become one, and lo, it did. Alright, guys. Just so you know, we only have two games left, and the last one is a lightning round. Oh, boy. So here we go. So you're saying I don't have a chance? You have a chance to tie for second. I was going to say, whoever can get the lightning round, I will make you guys come in second. As opposed to being tied for last. Well, how many points away am I from Justin? If, if you get both of them, you will beat me. Oh. So Lucas has three, I have four, Eugene has one. So if Eugene okay. gets both, he'll tie with Lucas. If Lucas gets both, he will beat me. Is this hey, like, Lucas. Is this, uh, can we get console on this one? Yeah. Can we get different um, music on this one? <laughs> yeah, let me start a second track while I look up the full list of consoles. The most recent release of this game... The most recent release of this game is Switch. Is this like... Frasier? <laughs> Alright, so what other systems has it been on? I'm guessing PS4, I'm looking! Xbox Hold your goddamn one, horses! <laughs> Alright, while you're looking that up, what's the genre? Metroidvania? That narrows it down. SteamWorld Dig, SteamWorld Dig 2. Platforms, everything with a screen. Um, Microsoft Windows, PSP, Wii, DSi, 3DS, OS X, Linux, Switch, and something I can't pronounce. Did you say DSi? DSi. DSi, PSP, and Switch. Yep. And this is a game you've played? Extensively. Well, not extensively, but on multiple playthroughs. Chocobo Mystery Dungeon? Nope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good guess, though. <sighs> Let's give you another track. Shantae? Nope. nope. <laughs> it's none Did of the Shantae's. No. Nope. Did you give us publisher? Shantae's never yet? been on. Um, publisher, I, publisher, developer, I can't give you, because that's one of those ones that I just as well tell you the title. Sure. Because this well, company's what, what, known for one game. What was the genre again? Metroidvania. And on everything with a screen, practically. Yeah. Is there a Castlevania on I the Switch? I should also mention that this game also has a 3DS remake of it. And this music comes from the 3DS version. 
which is also okay, known as the remastered music. Wait, so is the 3DS remaster also the Switch version, or is the Switch version the original version? <laughs> well, if it came out so on the PSP, I'm guessing that's... the Switch version is not the original. <laughs> so that is an interesting question, Lucas. The 3DS version was made with clay graphics, and is so this... the graphics in that are exclusive to that version. Okay, Every wait, stop, version... stop talking, stop talking, because I think I know what this is. Is this Cave Story? It is. Sorry to yell at you. You're okay. You're okay. You had to get your point. It's like, yeah. as you were talking, like, I had it in my head, and as you were talking, <laughs> I was losing what the answer was You're in like, my head. You're like, shut up. I'm gonna yeah. lose it. <laughs> I forgot uh, Cave Story existed, because that has been out on everything for yep. the past 20 years. Yeah. Cave All Story right. was my first real foray into, like, a professionally made indie game. Okay, so Lucas and Justin are now tied. So, and the last round is a lightning round. It is a game that we have all put an insane amount of time into. Oh Run god, the lot. here we I go. I can't wait to play spoiler here. <laughs> Why? You really so think I'm going to get it? I was going to say, yeah, if Eugene gets this one, then, you know, we have to do are another. listening? I'm listening. Are you listening? I'm listening. Well... Oh baby, I hear the blues are calling. I don't know why it's not playing. And scrambled eggs. <laughs> but yeah, it was Breath of the Wild, so thanks to Eugene, I do have to find another. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, maybe don't give the hints before the track drops next <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so what we're so the score do... is now Lucas and I are tied at four, and Eugene has two. <laughs> Well played, sir. <laughs> this will be interesting. So I get I can't I can't play this next one. Yeah, well, if you, you keep you... on getting them, you might beat us all. I would say <laughs> I would say it's fair game, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. And we are going to go with this one cuz I like this game. Here it comes. Hey, Gene, remember when you said we could share that one point? Can we still go with that? too late but this must end well then guess the game shovel knight nope dick tracy no nope. oh, this is familiar who framed roger rabbit nope okay so it's an older game uh-huh hmm. it doesn't bode well Bodes well for Eugene, who who's catching up to us. <laughs> yeah, but Eugene doesn't track? get to Eugene doesn't get to play this round. Yes, Are does. you sure this is not Dick Tracy? I am positive. That's not Dick Tracy. I like it. Is this a game we've played, Steve? I don't know if you guys have played it, but I've played it on Nintendo's before. Is it... Is it that one that uh, Lucas randomly guessed the name of by throwing together a bunch of gibberish words? No, that was a minus game. <laughs> so this is an NES game, I think. Nope. Ga game Boy? Uh, game Boy. Oh boy, it just makes it worse. <laughs> Genre? 
gonna be um, the platformer puzzle. <laughs> I actually don't know what they classify that one as. as. Let me look it up. I don't think I'm gonna get this. I don't know either. If we don't get this one, we might just have to call it a tie. I'm good with that. Let me get you another track real quick while I look. I'm just picking the tracks at random, so. Obviously. This is it's clearly a theme. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely Dick Tracy. So can we get genre or something? We'd like yes. Give us genre, a clue. It says action game, but then it also says single player, and that's not true because I've played this multiplayer. What would you I classify don't... it as? Yeah. Party game, which is still not accurate either. I don't know. I guess it does have to be action. I don't think I know enough games on the Game Boy to even, like, formulate a guess, so... Faceball 2000? No. Who is the developer? Hudson Soft. Bomberman? Oh, wait, the that Wario Bomberman game yep. that... Wario Blast. You know, I almost said Bomberman when you said party, but... Okay, yep. hooray, I so won. Justin takes the win. Over. Ah, so we many windows. Alright, so congratulations on your win, Justin, and we're going to take a quick little break. Ever wondered what it's like being that extra Power Ranger? You can find out for 50 bucks a month at patreon.com slash radio, and you can be in the fifth seat of our show. And we're back. It is the question block time. So, yeah, if you want to come and give us a question on the question block, just go over to our Patreon, just like our good friend Minus64 um, did. Um, I'm going to read this one uh, because, you know, I think it's a good question. Would you rather be able to see 10 minutes into your own future or 10 minutes into the future of anyone but yourself? That is a very good question. I don't know, but so how many? How often can you use this? Is this like a one-time usage? Like, can you use this at any time? Like, how are we gonna how are we gonna play this one? Because if I can use see ten minutes into my future always, I'm gonna go with myself. Hmm. I want to see ten minutes into my future because then I can see how I'm gonna be solving the problems at work, and then just get <laughs> to it ten minutes faster and save myself time every day. Right. So like. The whole thing about seeing into the future is that you can, like, use that knowledge to do something. Being able to see ten minutes into, like, anyone else's future seems kind of useless, because assuming that they're in a radius where you're going to be able to help them, it's going to be your future, too. So I think I would just always pick my own. Sure. That makes perfect sense, actually. Yeah, was, yeah that's that's very true. I, I mean... I, yeah, go yeah ahead. I mean, if, if, if I could get to somebody within, you know, this sounds like a good concept for a movie. You know, <laughs> you can see 10 minutes into somebody else's future, so the, you know, the person has to get there within 10 minutes or else the person dies or something. 
For sure. I, I yeah. I, I think I the, any way I see this question, I think I'm always gonna pick myself because like I don't know how useful it would be to see like ten minutes into like the president's future or whatever. You know, like I don't know. Like I just want to know about like what's going on in my world. Maybe I'm just too self-centered that way. I think ten minutes into the president's future, he's gonna tweet something stupid. But you know. <laughs> Steve, you have an answer to this question? Yeah, I want to see into my future, because like I say, then I can uh, solve my problems faster at work. Oh yeah, that's right, you did answer the question. My bad. Well, fair enough. Well, um, <laughs> do you want to read the Brianosaurus question then, Steve? Yeah, um, the Brianosaurus asks us, how many miles per hour over the speed limit is acceptable, and how many under? Um, if you're one of those people that goes under the speed limit, no. I'm not going to finish that sentence. Um, as far as how how far over you can go that's acceptable, it's however fast you can go before the cop pulls you over, which, which here in Utah is generally 11 over. Yeah, it wasn't, well, yeah. Um, like, most of our highway speed limits are 55 here in New York, and I usually find that if I set my cruise control at about 62, 63, they don't even pay any attention to me when I go by them. Um, however, if you're doing 75 or more, not only will they pull you over, you might be taking a ride in their car because at least in New York, 20 miles an hour over the speed limit, they can revoke your license right there. So wait, how, how far over the speed limit? 20. 20? They'll revoke it for 20? That's crazy. God, screw (laughs) that. I'm never going to New York. If, if you if you drive double the speed limit in New Mexico, I think that's you barely like you barely get like a fine or something like that or like a go into jail because I've, I've had friends that have like driven 120 in a 60 and like got a slap on the wrist basically had to pay a fine. Seriously, you're going to jail in Utah if you're going, <laughs> yeah. if you're going over 95, you're going to jail in Utah. Yeah, well, that's again it's the same thing here, but I mean, but, since... but then. In Utah, I got pulled over on Christmas Eve at 5.30 in the morning on my way to work. So take that as you will. Since my fiance's uncle, whose house I live in now, died by getting hit by a motorcycle doing 100 miles an hour, I'm okay with whatever safety laws New York wants to put in place for speed limits and license revocation. He was driving the motorcycle or he got hit? by a motorcycle he got hit by a motorcycle and both the motorcycle and the car burst into flames yikes that's crazy so yeah on that happy note (laughs) well i I guess to answer the question then my answer is for the acceptable over and under it would probably be around five seven miles an hour like i i think if you're going like 10 miles over you're kind of pushing it you know like i think that's maybe a little bit too spicy so, so EP Nothead brings up yeah, uh, an interesting point here that he that he got pulled over doing 108 and got a ticket written for 100. Sometimes the police will intentionally um, write the ticket for under the whatever limit is before they have to you know like actually arrest you just so that they don't have to arrest you. Also, if you have right. a pretty clean driving record, like I've been pulled over doing almost doing like 73 in a 55 zone and they're like um yeah i'm just gonna write you a 
ticket for not wearing your seatbelt because you have a clean driving record, but don't do it again. <laughs> well, uh, Cop Talk has been brought to you by uh, Infinity Radio. <laughs> um, Lucas, how fast do you drive? Um, I've only gotten one speed ticket before, and I forget how fast I was going, but it was on the highway, and I know it was fast, but I know it wasn't any faster than anybody else, because in Florida, speed limits are not observed very well. No. But cops, <laughs> but cops will Traffic pull you over for them. Traffic laws in general are not, are not observed very well in Florida. But cops will pull you over for them whenever they uh, feel like it, so, you know, you just kind of got to watch out for that. But no, I mean, like, you know, we'll go 100 on the highway sometimes, and it's like, no big deal when the speed limit is 70. But if there's a cop pulled over on the side of the road, you better slow down. Yeah, he's slamming on them brakes. (laughs) No, um, I I live in Orlando, and there's a and the stretch of I four that goes through Orlando is usually pretty packed at certain times of day, and there were still people doing a hundred weaving in and out of traffic. So you know, down here you'll see a lot of people doing like sixty and a forty, and it's not that unusual. So it'd probably be about 20 miles over down here where it's uh, kind of acceptable. I mean, like, you know, you see it all the time. Cops hardly ever do anything unless you're on the highway. So, mm-hmm. Well, the other you thing know. about Florida is you get a lot of people doing 40 and a 60. So, <laughs> Yeah, a little bit you of column A, column B. And I'm with Steve on that. If you're going five miles under the speed limit, you're going way too freaking slow. Yeah. It is That's... so bad to drive and if you're, somebody and if like you're, that. If you're not doing the speed minimum on the freeway, I'm just going to come out and say it. Sorry. You're an asshole. Get off the road. <laughs> um, well, at, least, at least on a highway, you've got multiple lanes you're easy to pass. If you're on a two-lane road, it, yeah. you know, pull over to the shoulder when somebody comes up behind you. If you don't want to go fast, that's your prerogative. Just don't make everybody well, else go as slowly as you are. The problem live, is, is these people a, in Utah that do that, they drive in the fast lane doing five under the speed well, because, limit and it's like you well because suck. god will strike them down if they exceed the speed limit <laughs> fair <laughs> that was funny you said god will strike you down and your internet just completely cut out oh i wondered why there were like three seconds between me saying that and your reaction <laughs> Well, all right. Well, I guess that's a good place to end it. Um, let's head into a break, and we'll be right back and talk to you about the games we've been playing. <laughs> Ironically, on one of the games I've been playing is Burnout Revenge. Ah, oh, dear. <laughs> all right. Does I've actually need got anything? games to talk about this week. Or can You've we get going games. on Change System? Since we're like 30 minutes. Oh, my God. Yeah, remind on. me to talk about... Star Wars Battlefront because I got that as well. I went crazy on the Xbox Live sale. <laughs> I think we're good. Okay, then we're going back. Wow, that was like less than a minute. Oh, you know what? I completely forgot to change my background for the question block. Damn it. Well, too late now, Justin. We're on the air. Nope, nope, so. nope. There we go. Question block okay. time. All right. Well, that was a very good question, Block. Thank you all for your questions, and and go to Patreon, and and now it's time for change the system. <laughs> as soon as I get the bumpers, because I keep losing that window. Uh, here we go. Oh, there's a pill on the way. Okay, my shirt is just green enough that you can see through it when the light hits it just right. <laughs> a producer's like a director who doesn't have to get...
A producer's like a director who doesn't have to get out of his chair. You want to be a producer? Head on over to patreon.com slash infendoradio for 20 bucks a month. Put that on your resume. And we are back. It is change the system time. We're going to talk about the games we've been playing. Um, Justin, it sounds like you've been playing quite the, the hefty sum of games, so why don't you take us away with your change the system first? Me? That's you. You're okay, Justin. I didn't have my I didn't have my headphones on, so um yeah, um I've been playing quite a few games. I've been buying quite a few games and actually taking the time to play them. So, uh we'll start off with some Nintendo. Um Xbox Live had a sale. I bought stuff. <laughs> um I bought lots of stuff. Um I bought Star Wars Battlefront, the EA Star Wars Battlefront. And uh, I've been playing it. Not Battlefront 2, not the really, really bad um, price gouging one. But uh, I did get the first one with all the expansions for five bucks, so you can't go wrong with that. Um, I like it. I'm not good at it, but um, it looks amazing. Uh, and uh, the battles are. You know they're they're long. They're uh, I, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna break down a few things that are different between that and the Battlefront I'm used to. The Battlefront games that I'm used to from back on the like original Xbox, you had like X number of uh, people per team, and then you had like a bunch of checkpoints scattered around the map. You went over, you take over the checkpoints, and if you either took over all of the checkpoints or you depleted the other person's reserve of of soldiers, then that's that's how you won the match. Uh, Battlefront on the Xbox One is very different. You have mission objectives. Like, I fought a lot of them where um, I was the Rebels and the Imperials had an ATAT walker and you had to try and stop the ATAT. A T Walker from reaching a certain point, at which point it would blow something up and the game would end. Um, I kind of like the mission-based thing because uh, you know it gives you something more than just shoot that guy and then go stand over there. But it was also sometimes confusing in certain matches, like what the objective was, especially as somebody like me who's coming into the game three years late. But. Um, yeah, I, I've enjoyed it. I'm going to play more of it and hopefully get better at it. And, um, for five bucks, can't really go wrong. Uh, another game that I got for really cheap was actually, a, a, I think, no, it was originally an original Xbox game, but it was also released on the Xbox 360. And that's the version I got, which, speaking of driving fast um burnout revenge which is not my favorite burnout game i preferred burnout 3 takedown but burnout revenge has a lot of the same stuff in it it's just more mission based than race based so you know for for like the few bucks i spend on that i think i'll get my money's worth of enjoyment of it at the very least it's really fun going back to burnout like burnout being burnout what burnout always used to be to me which is a race with lots of crashes um i didn't like burnout paradise i mean i liked it but i didn't like that they made it all open world i don't know that just didn't feel right to me and then when you had a race 
you didn't have a race track. You had, here's point A, here's point B. Now get there however you want. And I just found that, I just found that, like, too hard to, you know, it's too hard to figure out. Because unless you can stare at the map long enough to know where this turn is going to lead you, you don't know whether you're taking a shortcut or you're taking the longest route possible or you're going to end up crashing into something around that corner because you know most of the burnout games the traffic is more or less scripted so you can kind of learn the traffic as obstacles and weave around them whereas burnout paradise everything was randomized so you never knew when there was going to be a car around a corner um trying to think i bought like two other games but i don't even remember what they were because i just kind of went on a spending frenzy (laughs) um but i did get a new switch game kind of spur of the moment i ended up getting mortal kombat 11 because i got a good deal on it and uh as uh as uh matt and i were were talking about mortal kombat 11 is fun um it is mortal kombat like it's violent it's simple to pick up and play um it's i'm enjoying it like i I don't know because the last mortal kombat game i played was the mortal kombat 9 which was basically a remake alternate timeline remake of the first three mortal kombats i really have no idea what's going on in the mortal kombat universe right now so like why are katana and Liu kang like zombies or whatever they are like i don't understand any of that but um it's mortal kombat if you got it you know look for me i might play something with you mostly i just play the computer and try out fatalities because that's to me what mortal kombat is all about um and the fatalities are i guess they kind of had to eventually get as over the top as they are but they're i think they've kind of crossed the line where they're so over the top that they're i don't know this is <laughs> Can I? Like, all right. They, uh, the only question the ver- I have is, can I press back, back B, and will he say "get over here"? And will he get over here? And can I punch him in the face? Um. Well, not that exact command. They've changed the command. I think it's like back forward Y or back forward X or something. Because they don't have high punch, low punch, high kick, low kick anymore. They changed all that when the games went 3D in the like Xbox, PlayStation 2 era. So it's just like 1, 2, 3, and 4, and each button has a different function now. But, uh, I mean, yeah, a lot of the moves, like if you knew what they were back in the 90s, you can kind of finagle your way around it. Like none of it's like Street Fighter-esque hold this direction for two seconds, then press forward, and these exact three buttons at the same... It's not that complicated. It's still, like you said, back, forward this button forward forward that button down forward this button like it's all very simple you can button mash and do pretty well um even the fatalities are pretty easy like they got really complicated in like the mortal kombat 3 4 era but they're all simplified down to basically like three command three directional commands and a button and i haven't failed pulling any of them off like i look it up if i pause it just before finish him comes up I pull it off and it's fine. Um, the fatalities are all very cinematic, which I find a little off-putting because I don't know. It just feels like it takes me out of the gaminess of it. But I mean, you know, they're they're still like I said, over the top and incredibly gory and and 
satisfying when you manage to pull them off. Um, trying to think. I know I've played something else on my Switch, but nothing's... Oh! I know what else I played on the, on the Nintendo Switch. Speaking of gory games, um, I played a little bit of Katana Zero. We got a uh, promotional code for it from the developer, or the publisher, I suppose. And uh, nobody else seemed interested in it, so I'm like, oh, I'll give it a shot. That is a fun game. Um, I can definitely see myself playing that through all the way to the end. Um, it's... Uh, I think that was it's, a Nintendo's last week, or one of the questions from something that we were doing last week. I think I remember. Uh, I, I do remember it getting mentioned last week in some, in, in at some point. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, like you play as a samurai because why not? Um, and you basically go into areas and kill everybody. Like in order to get. You start in this part of the room, and you go to this part of the, the room, and in order to, in order to get the like final door to open, you have to kill everybody in the area, and you can only take one. You well, you can't take one hit. If you get hit once, you die, and you go back to the beginning. So it's a lot of kind of finding your rhythm, but it's not like so punishingly difficult that you're just gonna die and then have to go back and die and go back. Like you have speed on your on your side because you're super fast um and you can kind of chain combos and um you can deflect bullets like if your timing is good you can also slow down time if you want a little extra time to pull off some of these moves and of course you're super overpowered but um yeah like it's pretty fun like once you get a rhythm going like you're just like okay jump down here take out this guy deflect that bullet back at the other guy pick up this thing that's laying on the ground toss at that guy kick open that door charge and slash that guy throw the other guy over like it's very like kind of like like matrix style action where it's just constant boom 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 like from one move to another and like um, I've talked before about Sounds like, fun. Res yeah, I've talked before about like respect for the player's time, um, and this has a good respect for the player's time. When you fail, it basically does like a VHS rewind um, effect and brings you back to the beginning of the level, and you pick right up and start again. And you can even skip that rewind effect and you know go right back to the beginning. So, like the punishment for failing is like okay, start again. So, like, even if you fail, it doesn't throw off your rhythm. Like, you can go right back into, oh, I got hit, and I'm back in. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. Uh, I've only played a couple of levels in it, but thus far, I would recommend it. Um, I think it's about ten dollars or something on the eShop. Um, I'd have to I'd have to look that up on my phone, and I just don't feel like doing that right now. But, um, yeah, Katana Zero. Um, it's good. I'll tell you more when I play more. <laughs> awesome. Nice. And I think that's just about it. Oh, I played more Power Rangers. It's getting an update. Just not on Switch yet. So. <sighs> Fair enough. Well, okay. Steve, you want to take next what you've been playing lately? Well, the first thing I want to do is Pika. put on a game because I haven't done that lately. So, <laughs> no, I'm not going to put on Final Fantasy X. Um, I played Breath of the Wild Labo VR. Um, I think I did it yesterday. <laughs> oh yeah, I also my played last some of that too. 
Oh my god, it is terrible. Like, I already wasn't that impressed with the way the uh, the Labo VR looked. Um, like I mentioned before, it is rather pixelated, which is fine. It's a 720p console that they're basically magnifying to your face, so I get why it looks the way it does. But the thing that I think really makes VR games successful, at least in the couple of games I've played, is they're designed from the ground up with VR in mind. Um, with Breath of the Wild, obviously it was an addition that they probably started way the hell after, you know, the game was already in development, which is fine. But I think my biggest complaint, which is going to sound weird coming from a Nintendo fan, is how bad it actually looks. Like, to me, you know, wearing glasses, having the screen right in front of my face, it looks like you're playing an 8-bit 3D remake of Breath of the Wild. Like, when I, I played you know, the opening sequence... You know, what? Oh, honestly, well, you know what it reminds me of? Do you know when uh, Ukulele came out with the retro screen filter that makes it uh -huh. look like you're playing an N64 game on a CRT? That's uh -huh. kind of what it looks like. It looks like you're sitting right up front looking yeah, the, at a CRT. <laughs> the difference is, is that actually looked good. This looks like crap, in my opinion. Um, like, I, I got to the top of the tower, like, I played as far as when the towers rise up, rise up from the ground, and just kind of looking around the tower, it was fine, except for it did make me a little queasy. Um, but when I was looking at Link, you can't even see his face. I mean, you see his head, and it's yeah. flesh-colored, and you see his eyeballs, and that's all you see. And I'm yeah. not really okay with that. You know, and I, I under, again, I, I understand why it is. It's limitations to the system. I get that. But why bother, when you see it looking like that, why bother putting it out? Yeah, I think the, the biggest problem is Breath of the Wild is such a detailed game. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I realize it is cel-shaded, but it's also highly detailed cel-shaded. Right. And when you reduce the resolution by that much, you lose a lot of the detail that defines it. Like, if this had been... The grass Waker flickers. VR, yeah. If this had been Wind Waker VR, I think it would have been great. And I'm kind of hoping that Labo VR will take off enough that they'll re-release the Game Boy, or not Game Boy, the uh, 3DS Ocarina of Time and Majora's mm -hmm. Mask on the Switch in Labo VR, because those would work. Because those are already designed for a low-resolution screen, so yeah. you shouldn't lose that much detail converting I'd, it but i'd still be sketchy but yeah i do see what you're saying um so yeah so naturally i didn't think very highly of that um the next game i've been playing is box boy and box girl because i think i paid with because i had gold coins stored up i get paid right around 32 cents for that game which was pretty good for a pooping game um I haven't tried the multiplayer yet. It looks cool, but I haven't tried it. I have played the mode where you play as Box Boy and Box Girl at the same time, and it does feel very much like... I'm not going to say Triforce Heroes because I hated Triforce Heroes, but it does feel very much like... Uh, oh, crap. Four Swords Adventures, where you switch between the different links to uh, you know, accomplish your goal. That's mm -hmm. very much how playing that... Right you know box boy box girl mode together it does also have a mode where you don't use the girl at all and you just play as him and i like that it's effectively got two different modes i just haven't played the 
single player, as it were, quote-unquote, um, to see if there's any difference in the levels between having the one box or two. I think it might actually be two separate games with separate level designs, but I am not sure on that. I should have more to say next week. Um, but the game that's been sucking up the entirety of my time since the last time I was on a change of system is Final Fantasy X, two HD, more specifically Final Fantasy X. Um, I think I put like 25 or 30 hours into it just in my four days off. Like, I played an obscene amount of time in that game. Um, I'm just before the final boss. I've gotten all three secret Aeons you can get. I've, I'm working on getting my characters up to the level I want them. Um, you know, before I take on that final boss, because there's some abilities I want. But that game, um, such a good game. But it is an exceptionally grindy game. You do a battle you get some AP that you can take to the sphere grid. So literally, I do a battle, I go to the sphere grid, I move someone, I activate a node. I do another battle, I go to the sphere grid, I move someone and I activate a node. It's very grindy um, in that way, but I love those kind of games. That's very much how Chocobo Mystery Dungeon was for me, where I was going into dungeons just to get stronger weapons, and that's basically what I'm doing here. I'll be hunting for specific weapons I never to, played with that. specific abilities. Yeah, Go I ahead. never got to. I never played that that Final Fantasy one. It, but you, he, seeing you play it, like literally yeah. seeing you play it, like every yeah, night like I'm, much, it's I'm like, literally okay, well, always on it. And I may or may not have stayed up till five a.m. on Friday night, Saturday morning, knowing full well that we were going to see Avengers Saturday morning. Or, or no, that's not right. I don't remember, but I know one of the nights I was up till five a.m. and another <laughs> night I was up till three a.m. during my time off. So, yeah. That's irresponsible, Stephen. <laughs> I was off. I was on critical time off. I didn't have any responsibilities for those four days. <laughs> so, um, but I think it's, what is it? Four, I think it's 50 bucks for both games. I really don't think I'm going to do Final Fantasy uh, X-2 because I just don't like the battle system in that game. I'm going to try it again, but I don't think I'm going to get very far into it. Um, mm -hmm. But 50 bucks <laughs> for Final Fantasy X if you're only getting it for that game, is a little steep. Wait for it. Wait for the sale when it drops to 35 or 40 and then pick it up then. Unless you want to play both games, then 50 bucks is a steal. So. Cool. So fair yeah, enough. that's my entire well, change system. Alright, fair enough. Well, Lucas, you want to take us away? What have you, what have you been fantasizing about? Not Final Fantasy. Um, my playlist is actually pretty routine, so this is going to be very short. Um, I've been playing Smash Bros. I find the Smash Bros. app a welcome distraction yeah. during my day-to-day. -day. Um, I mentioned this a little bit off the show, I think, but in normal stage builder, you can look at recommended, you can look at popular, which is always garbage, and you can look at by date. Um, recommended is usually kind of a mixed bag, and it's what you'll see in the app. Uh, popular is just like the top stages as voted on by people, so it's always the same stuff. There's some good in there, some weird, but it never really changes up. By date is a crapshoot. You never know what you're going to get. You could get butts, you could get a really well done stage. Um, what you can't do, or at least what I haven't figured out how to do yet, 
Although I just learned you can move back and forth between layers when you're building a stage, so what do I know? Um, but what you can't do when you're looking for stages on the Switch is reset to find a new selection of stages. You can search by name, or rather keyword, but you can't just like keep filtering through it. On the app, you can. You just drag your phone up to the top like you would to refresh any app, and it refreshes with new stages. So the app has really become my like go-to for how I find stages that I want to download. And I found a bunch of stages that I really like, man. It's a great way to... It's like the Mario Maker of Smash Bros. Like it just it makes the game basically endless for me because somebody's always coming up with something new from like Mario Sunshine or Pokemon or Cuphead or you know there's always something that I want to download so that's so the thing. Can I, you can you search the uh, <laughs> stages by length, girth, and veininess? Oh hmm. boy, it, I, it's funny you say that because I came across this level called Mario is peeing, but it was actually oh that's a very popular one. Yeah, yeah. it was it, it was actually really great though because you know the yellow thing. It, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Check it out. It gets it gets a lot worse. No, you you have to be prepared. <laughs> you have to be prepared for what you're going to find in Stage Builder mm-hmm. because it is a it is an art tool that anyone has access to. I so guarantee you, the very first cave drawings of in human history were of a dong because. <laughs> This is what we do. (laughs) Well, um, but if you filter through all that, you find some good stuff. There was a period of time where I was collecting every stage where you fight on someone's butt because (laughs) there were so many of them. Um, Nintendo's been filtering a little bit better these days, so it's harder to find. And I've since gotten tired of seeing butts in my feed, so now I stick exclusively to stages I actually want to battle on. But you can find some good ones if you just persevere and keep looking through it, or if you come up with the right keywords. Lucas, um, one I, of... I want you to know that Sir Mix-a-Lot song is playing in my mind right now. As I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually, like, like low-key brag here. One of my stages has, like, over 100 likes, and that makes me really happy. Oh, nice. That's cool. That yeah, you can only their yeahs. You can only yeah. You can only see them in the app too. From what I found, you have to view your own profile from the app. But yeah, that makes huh. me happy. Um, other than Smash Bros, uh, let's see. I can't talk about that yet. Um, oh, Cuphead. Oh yeah. We that. we hosted a Cuphead no rage quit challenge um, that I believe I I don't know exactly who started it I know who won it and that was um, Phantom in our discord Mm -hmm. basically the rules were we had like a week and a half to get through Cuphead um, and not cry and throw our controllers on the ground Um, I also finished Cuphead within the allotted time but Phantom beat it in two days so we decided he deserved the honor of being our grand champion for that so again congratulations but um, it's been pretty fun, actually. If you're not in the Infendo Discord already, you should check it out because yeah, they... we've since turned it into a mm-hmm. Cuphead support group for people <laughs> that want to get through Cuphead but are having some trouble with it. Um, give it a go. And Personally, the, the big the big <laughs> chat right now in the support group is Eugene, get your ti- yeah, your timestamp ready. That Peacock. dragon end quote. Oh Do my god! That since yeah, it's a quote. So. Um... Uh, Steve, as somebody who has played both, maybe you can finally answer this question for me. Which is harder, Cuphead or Tropical Freeze? Cuphead. <laughs> no hesitation. Cuphead. Yeah. Cuphead's hard. Oh my Cuphead god. Tro- is Tropical Freeze easy, I can beat. No, you can't, Eugene. Cuphead that is not is... a game that you play on easy. Cuphead is actually kind of cathartic to me. I really didn't have much 
rage going into it, but I, I wonder if part of that was because I mentally prepared, but... Like, when I was playing Cuphead, like, it, it fits all of my, like, niches very well. Like, it's all pattern recognition. I was yeah. just going to so, say that, yeah. Yeah, so for me, it was just like, okay, cool, you know? Like, every everyone was, like, scratching an OCD itch, you know? Because, like, you got to beat the level or you're not going to feel right. But it never got frustrating. Like, even the final thing with the devil, it was just like, okay, like, let's do this. Let's learn how to play this level. You play it for a good 20 minutes, and you, you know, you get through it. I did also find out my final death count, because I wanted to keep track of that, oh, and it no. was 140. 140? Yeah, I don't know if that's good or bad, well, but and, that and was Andy, me. Andy put on Twitter, he's at the end of World 2 with, like, 607 deaths. Yeah, I was just okay, about to say good. that. So. <laughs> and I think Phantom had well over 1,000. Now, I don't know if it counts your restarts as deaths, because I did restart when I knew that I couldn't beat a boss. Ah, so that's the trick. It might be. But my count was 140, which I thought it was funny that it was on the nose like that. But that was a thing. Um, The only other real game I've been playing of any note is Donkey Kong 64. Mm. Uh, I've been playing that with my roommate. She really likes Donkey Kong 64 in the same way that I really like Banjo-Kazooie. Um both like kind of childhood games for us mm-hmm. i never liked banjo or banjo i never liked donkey kong 64 as much as mario and banjo kazooie i thought that it was a little clunkier a little more sparse in terms of level design and just overall it felt like more of a work in progress than the other two games um going back and replaying it again it's been a few years it's a lot of fun um, it's really only as fun as it is, though, because I'm playing it with another person. We've each assigned ourselves a couple of Kongs that we control more or less, like, exclusively, so that's kind of made things kind of interesting. But, um, you yeah, know, it's a good game. I mean, it's still Donkey Kong 64. It's just, you know, it's Donkey Kong 64. It's I, I tried if you like it a lot, go for it. I tried it. to play it a few years ago on the Wii U when it came to the Virtual Console. I couldn't get yeah. through it. I thought it... And part of it may have been because I was playing on a gamepad and not an N64 Trident controller, the superior apparently way to play that the game. Controls, but apparently the controls are really bad on the port. Like, you want to be playing it on an N64 controller. Yeah. Right. And I have it. This is working I can N64. actually say that, yeah, all the N64 games control very differently with the Wii U controller because of the, um, the responsiveness of the joystick. Like, the N64 joystick was much more nuanced, whereas, um, I don't know if it's a dead zone or just the Wii U joystick goes from 0 to 60 a lot quicker. Mm. Or 0 to 100 or whatever you want your scale to be. But I've noticed playing Super Mario 64, um, it's really difficult to, you know, kind of like creep around because you tilt it slightly and just about the time that he starts to move, he starts to run. So, gotcha. like, there's not that... the Y'all are babies. I played Mario 64 with a thumb strap on my DS. <laughs> I did that one, too. <laughs> and scratched the hell out of the screen. Yeah. So, um... Oh, shoot. I've forgotten what I was going to say now. Um, Donkey Kong 64? Donkey Kong 64 controller. It was something about Donkey Kong 64. I think it Kong. had something to do with Donkey Kong, Kong 64. <laughs> hmm. Well, I've lost it. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> There's always next week. Did you guys There's finish Donkey Kong 64? Tomorrow. No, we're in uh, Gloomy Galleon right now. We've still got a few levels to go. 
I'm oh I'm god, not... I th- I think I remember the music for that. Oh, da, 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 I don't know what da, I was going to say da, now. Da, da, da. Um, the thing about Donkey Kong sixty four is it's a great example of backtracking in a game because there is a lot of it because you basically oh, have god. to play each level five times. Um, there's been a lot of like arguments against backtracking in video games, especially since I think kind of like quote unquote the greatest generation of gamers which would be like us you know have kind of grown up now and we don't have as much time to play and everything and we want our games to be you know faster and everything just kind of get through them and get on to the next thing but um in the time that that game came out you know we were all more or less children of some age or another and it was a lot easier to sit down and just like really revel in a game Definitely. like that just i don't do, think there's yeah. I don't think there's a problem with backtracking in games, even in modern games. It's just it's a it's a choice that a developer makes in their game. You know, but you it, might not have the time to sit down and play a fifty-hour game if it involves a lot of backtracking. But as long as the backtracking isn't tedious, I I think it's just an it's a choice. You know, it's well, a choice I think people that's, make. That's the line is where it crosses from from interesting exploration into just. <laughs> repetitious tedium and that bar you know kind of moves from person to person but but yeah it's certainly i mean i loved i loved super mario 64 and revisiting the same world every time i loved banjo kazooie and ha- and having to explore those areas for hours donkey kong 64 kind of reached the tipping point for me and i was like 20 years old when that came out so <laughs> Yeah, I just, um, I think it's kind of like when we talk about, like, easy mode in games, and, you know, people have big opinions about that. It's a good thing, because it lets everybody play. It's a terrible thing, because it ruins the original intent of the game, blah, blah, blah. It's like, just, like, let the developer design the game they want to develop. And if you personally have a problem with backtracking, or with easy modes, or with not including an easy mode, then maybe it's just not the right game for you. But we shouldn't go on this industry-wide ban of a particular type of gameplay or style just because it doesn't suit a particular group of people. Well, well and, I, I and, like and, when they give you the option to, like in Final Fantasy X, you hit a certain point just before the end of the game where it's like, hey, you're almost there, but if you want, there's all this extra stuff that just opened up for you now that you can go do. Or you can go beat the game. Your choice. Do what you yeah. want. And DK64 is very much like that, too, right. because it's a collect-a-thon. So mm-hmm. you don't need to collect everything to, you know, push onward. You can just kind of do the bare minimum, get through, right. beat the bosses, and finish the game. And that's how right. that's when I feel they've done it right. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Options are, I think, always best. You know, make the game you want to make, but if you make it so that somebody else can enjoy it, even better. Yeah. Eugene? What have you been playing? Well, Lucas, it's funny you ask. So um, I, I'm i going to start with a game that you were playing, um, but I was playing it on a different console because I just couldn't bring myself to par- uh, purchase Cuphead again. So <laughs> I was playing it on my Xbox One. However, um, I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to buy it again. Um, I just love that <laughs> game so much, and I do want to play it on my Switch, but, you know, now it's just... Now's just not the time to, uh, you know, p- 
purchase another game right now, so I just uh, I didn't I just couldn't do that. So I am playing it again on a console that I already own it on, and I love it. There's some secrets that I wasn't able to um, unlock my first go around. I don't know that I want to necessarily um, get into what all those are, just because the game is fairly new for Switch people. So maybe we can talk about some of those, um, you know unlockable type things after the fact did you unlock everything by the way lucas did you do all the things um i didn't buy everything in the store so i didn't get like every coin but like i unlocked like you know i did all the mausoleums and stuff like that kind of the side stuff i haven't tried like the pacifist thing that was just gonna say so you the turtle unlock the black and white okay yeah yeah. i haven't done that stuff yeah so that that's what i'm kind of trying to work on and it's hard i i can i'm barely past world one um, you know, doing the pacifist thing, and that it, it really yeah. is tough. Yeah, no, it's it's something that maybe I don't know. See, I feel like the reason I got so into Cuphead was because it was a challenge to play with other people, mm-hmm. and now that that's kind of over, it's like, will I ever go back to it? Maybe someday, you know, for like uh, a nostalgia sake. But I'm kind of I'm kind of okay, you know. Sure. Can you explain what pacifist what the pacifist mode is for those of us that may not know, i.e. me. <laughs> Yeah, basically in this game you can shoot things. Well, you don't have to shoot things. You can literally just jump and run and beat the levels that way and then you can no, you get you can't. That's not okay. You can't do that. <laughs> I got to kill everything. It's the Zelda in me. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's was... how you would get that. Mm, I'm the same okay. way in like Mario and and Donkey Kong games. Like I don't care whether the bad guy is in my way or whatever. I have to kill it. It's it's there to be killed. That is why it exists. I, I believe <coughs> the reward for pacifist is it unlocks a grayscale filter on your game. I I can unlock but, it just by adjusting the color scale on my television. I was going to say <laughs> you can just go into your Switch's settings and turn on grayscale. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. True. Oh, and DJ at DJ says, uh, "Good point, DJ. That this is only for the run and gun levels, by the way. So, like, yeah, not yeah. The you can't really beat yeah. the bosses without shooting them. Did that you did you see though that there are three um, secret fights you can do within the boss battles if you do certain things? Uh, yeah, and I haven't done those either. That's I another saw the, I saw the one with the onion. That was kind of yeah, cool. yeah. I, I mostly do it, just kind I of YouTubed that what I those types of things. I'm like, eh, do I really need to do this? Maybe one time in my life, but there's YouTube, so. I, I will say, sorry. I know we keep talking over each other. No, go ahead. Systems, <laughs> but um, it was kind of disappointing that the DLC wasn't included in this. You know, the third character and whatnot. Mm-hmm. There was, I was DLC. Kind of thinking, yeah, I was kind of <laughs> thinking, oh, that might be a thing, but I guess, I guess maybe not. they're waiting. They'll charge <laughs> us for it, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Probably. Fortunately, which is fine. Yeah, but uh, yeah, other than Cuphead, it's kind of the same old, same old for me. I have been smashing my life away. I cannot get into the ranked mode or whatever it's called, the thing. Like, yeah, now. What are go- you at? I've gotten one character at, I'm at, at right under 4 million or whatever the, the, the thing I'm is. I'm past 4 million God. and I can't get in. I, like what do you, does it take? It's like I yeah like my best character I think is like three million nine or whatever, and then all my other characters are three million you know hovering right around there. But yeah. even when I got past four million for like one match and I just kind of left it, I was like okay I I mean I've got to be invited now right? Nothing. <sighs> it's so kind what? of a frustrating barrier of entry. 
Yeah. Like, just give us the option to fight ranked matches. Don't force us to prove that we're the best to fight... It's just, I don't know, it's it's frustrating. Like, if if there was a serious Smash mode in addition to, like, the free play, it wouldn't be as big of a deal, because mm-hmm. it would just be, like, this exclusive thing for the top players. But it's frustrating that, you know, we can't really get that, like, normal, you know, mode that, mode that I spent most of my time in. Right. Without, you know. You know what this <laughs> is, right? This hmm. is Nintendo's greatest <laughs> April Fool's joke ever. Y'all think yeah. you're working towards some secret mode. But really, they're just trying to see how far you guys will push yourselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's pretty far because I've been playing Smash every night. I mean, I, I I'm know. still having a I'm good on time. Doing Final Fantasy, and you're doing Smash every night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I am still having a really good time, I, and I'm the what's keeping me really entertained is the ability to um, change the preferred roles. So, like yeah. Lucas had said last week, like sometimes I'll just say, okay, I want to do teams. Sometimes I'll do a three-person smash, Final Destination, no items, Fox only. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Some, but then yeah. other times I'll do like an all-items type of thing. And sometimes I'll turn the, the preferred rules completely off and just let fate take its hand, you know? So, like, um, uh, there's a lot of fun to have in Smash. This game is, and the Wii U one before it, I must admit, I'm so glad they finally got the online right. Like, at least it's mm. functional, and I can, like, 70% of the time get in a lag-free match, you know? Um, I do wish they would flesh out some of the options so, you know, you can change the stage between a match, maybe, or not have to exit out to do some of those op- uh, those little things. Like, But other than that, I think that Smash is really great. I have seriously considered what, going back to smash for wii u just because i preferred the options in online multiplayer especially like friend battles because you know like schnazzy and i used to play for hours just doing the most ridiculous setups of stages and items just to see like how ridiculous we can make things or you know just like stuff like that and i feel like Smash Ultimate is lacking that because you either have items on or off and that's it. You don't get to choose exactly which ones you put in. And once you enter an arena, you can't change any of that. And, like, Smash for Wii U had the option where, like, you could say that the loser chooses the rules for the next match. So, you know, if, you know, like, Eugene comes in last place, he can put, put, you know, items in on medium and pick a stage that's you know moderate i'll come in and put on put in a stage that is where the stage beats you up more than your opponents do and every item on full lucas can come in and do a final destination stage with no items and you know it worked it worked that way because everybody could you know kind of modify the game to the way they liked and i feel like as much fun as i've had with smash ultimate especially online i just hope that a future update brings these options back because it that's where i feel like the game's a step down from the previous iteration yeah and i think there's still hope in that too because nintendo or i guess it would um be you know sakurai's team really has been um really updating this game and we got stage builder out of nowhere man like you know like all these weird little incremental updates gives me hope that um hopefully they either add a new mode in or just like you know add an option to the existing um arena mode or whatever so but other than that i have been playing a lot of pokemon go once again 
Um, it's been just the game that you just keep turning on because they keep releasing new stuff. Like, so Niantic, the first year, maybe two years, they were sucking bad when it came to, like, <laughs> releasing things and, like, keeping people engaged. But now, like, it seems like every week they're releasing, like, a new shiny or something like that. So it's like, okay, now I got to get my damn blue nose diglet. Um, it's just, I, I just, I love it. I love Pokemon Go. I don't know what I would do without it. Like, I just, that's the thing that I turn on when I'm out and about because A, there might be a Pokestop that I can spin. But, you know, it's just, it's better than going to like Facebook or Twitter and, you know, scrolling through a feed, you know? Speaking of which, I have to, I finally got back into, uh, gifting last night. So I have to go through that tonight so i you know my friends get their stuff from me <laughs> right so uh yeah i think that pretty much does it for me if i didn't mention it already um i have beaten greece uh the the game that starts out when with all gray and then you get more colors and then it still looks the same if you're colorblind <laughs> i was just about to say <laughs> but it's That's so be good fun for you it is so good. It is so good. I was playing it um, with my girlfriend watching, and she was, you know, kind of asking questions like, "What are you playing? What is? This? What are you doing? What are? You- what is that?" And like, I can tell, like, when she's actually interested. Like, I don't know. In the it's game. gray. <laughs> yeah, I can tell when she's actually kind of in- engaged and kind of interested in something I'm playing, rather than like a Dark Souls where she's totally disinterested. And yeah, it, w- it had a good, engaging, like almost story like you know how kind of like journey if you've ever played journey this is the type of thing that you would expect i like journey i've heard it compared to that a lot Mm -hmm. so yeah it's really good um yeah that's pretty much my change to the system um and i think that's pretty much our infendo radio so before we get out of here tonight i think it's about time that we talk to people about where we they can find us not like we don't do that after every show but uh let's do that here now uh justin where can the people find you this week you can find me on twitter at infendo justin you can find me tweeting about disney at utilidork and yeah, that's about all you can find me lately. So, <laughs> I was going to plug something else, but I can't remember what it was. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, Steve, where can the people find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter, at Gentus1. And you can find me on my Switch, playing whatever role-playing game I happen to be addicted to this week. Fair enough. Well, um, Lucas, where can the people find you? Some people say if you go out late at night and you visit my Twitter account, at Chromatic U, you can still hear the ghost of my once active <laughs> profile posting. Um, that aside, if you want some activity, you can go to my Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash chromatic underscore hue. Um, I post weekly there. I usually work for about an hour on my game. Last week, I made a waterfall. So who knows what'll happen? I'll probably get frustrated that I can't figure out how to make a minecart level work. Um, if that's too hard for you to remember, you can just go to my website, chromaticu.com, and there is a button at the bottom of that site on the homepage that you can click to go right to my Twitch, and then you can follow me, and you'll never miss a stream again. 
So there's that. Do that. And also, thank you to our listeners who made me a page on our Infendo Discord so I can do stuff there. I can't promise it's going to get many updates, but if you have any questions, I guess that's a good place to post them now. (laughs) Nice. Head on over to Infendo's Discord and talk about me. Fair enough. Yeah, go go watch Lucas stream. You can learn how to make waterfalls and stuff. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, we are going to get out of here, but before we do, the place that you can find me is on Infendo.com. Just go there. I, I want you to go do all the things there. Join our Discord. Join our Patreon. Follow us on Twitch, YouTube, all the things. That's all I really care about at this moment. Um, but where you aren't going to find me is on the show next week because I will be gone. I will be out of town. Um, Steve's going to be running the show, and it's going to be great. He's going to be the leader of yeah. the pack, and it's going to be all good. So He's the leader of the lunch. You know him say well. It. Lucas is Can actually say it now? show. Yeah, you can For say it. For the listeners, you're getting married. <laughs> I am. I am on getting Star married. On Star Wars Day. I'm proud That's of you. true. Because yeah. you're a freaking nerd. <laughs> you're going to have little nerd we are, babies. We are four guys that sit in our basements talking about Nintendo for two and a half hours a week. We're all nerds. Yeah, I live, well, I live in you, Florida. You know if I, I sat in my basement, amusing. I'd be dead. I found the invitation in the pile of mail on my dining room table. And I'm like, you know, for getting married on May the 4th, there's absolutely nothing Star Wars themed about this invitation. I think you use like the Star Wars font. For like one part of it, and that was the only like blinking well, yeah, you'll miss it reference. Because here's what really? happens: if he puts all the Star Wars stuff in there, the family won't come. <laughs> the real travesty here is that now three out of four Infendo co-hosts are married. Oh wait, uh, two out of four with one one, one on you know, the way, practically and married as it is. The, the, <laughs> yeah, the the irony is once my. F- friends and family found out that I was getting married in Disney World, suddenly everybody who had no interest in coming suddenly wants to crash our wedding. It's like, nope, you mm. had your chance. <laughs> now we're getting married without you in the happiest place on earth. Have fun. We'll see. It'll be pictures. happy because none of you will be there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I am. I'm getting married here in a couple of days, actually. So that is exciting. And then I am turning off all the screens, and we're going away, going out of town. It's gonna be fun times. So good times well, there. Well, don't worry. I'll take good care of the show. It'll be embers by the time you get back. It'll be <laughs> <laughs> oh goody, that uh, that good goody goody. Um, so yeah, but other than that. Thank you, guys. I appreciate that. Um, We will see you guys next week, but you won't see me. I'll see you the week after. Bye-bye. Peace. Bye-bye. I I didn't realize we were ending that abruptly. (laughs) (laughs) Here at Infendo Radio, we don't have an electoral college. So if you go to patreon.com slash infendoradio, at the $5 level, you'll know your vote counts.